All right, welcome back to the Prospecting Show. Today is June 17th. It's Wednesday, 109 p.m. Eastern, and we have Jordan and Shamari on the call. How are you? Very well, Doc. Excited to be here. Awesome. (laughs) Thank thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know you both are super busy, trying to change the world, change uh, what you're doing with your life, and I I appreciate you taking that time out of your day because I know how valuable it can be. So to kind of uh, start things off, I know we talked uh, on our last take of, of this episode here about Jordan kind of making a little bit of an intro as to where he came from and, and kind of where he's at now. And then this introduction story uh, with Shamari as well to kind of figure out like how you two met and uh, where things are at right now. Oh, man. Uh, awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to, to dissect how we met. <laughs> before we get there, before we get there, uh, well, hey everybody, you know Jordan Amos Ellis. I'm currently 32 years old. I uh, from Chicago, Illinois originally. I'm out here right now. Um, went to uh, University of Maryland in College Park when I moved uh, moved to Maryland in the late 90s, and I was a quantitative research major for African American studies within public policy. And and out after school, I had a side venture where I pursued personal training because I had a sort of an athletic background in school. I worked at the rep facility all years I was there. Um, and I was a part of the club basketball team. That, and that was for about two years. When, and I actually was a part of the original program that's now flourished into something that's, that's pretty major right now. So all, all the big 10 schools out there represent, man. Uh, but, you know, but that was about almost, almost a little over a decade ago. You know, for the past eight years, you, I've been in the fitness industry. I spent about three years competing in bodybuilding, physique, and classic. And um, but also that's where I met my personal coach and guru in the industry, Omar Powell. And when I first met him, um, I mean, he was um the trainer, like in the Bethesda, Chevy Chase, Maryland area. If you all familiar with the East Coast, um, or, or the DMV area. Um, that's what, like the Washington Sports Club. That that was probably the most prestigious, like you know, gym facility in the area. And and I was starting off as a young buck, making like six thousand an hour, just teaching group classes. And and Omar Powell, that this man right here, you know, he, you know, you know, husband, father of four, you know, his oldest son's playing varsity basketball for Bethesda Chevy Chase High School. Oldest stars in her sophomore year of college in New York for fashion. Has a six-year-old son and a two-year-old son and two dogs. You know, and he he has an amazing wife, Samaya, um, you know, from the uh, uh, Caribbean, uh, was a a sous chef for about 20 years, and she recently retired uh, due to what they were able to um, learn and create outside of what Omar did full time. And then when I met him, um, I was at a crossroads because I was, um, you know, I was good in providing my service guys, but I, I didn't know what was holding me back. And this is when Omar kind of like mentioned to me that, um, everybody, you know, may know how to provide a service but people don't know how business systems work and that intrigued me and it really just talked about being able to have my efforts duplicate to this day where um you know with training programs or online coaching things of that nature and that's just one business venture but you're able to duplicate your efforts and you can you can not max out all your time because um when you're self-employed you can trade a lot of time for money there's nothing wrong with that but then you know there's a lot of you know, behind the scenes stuff that has to happen, like the accounting, the financing, the just un, like just all the all the business sides of things. You know, like you got to know what taxes are. You got you got to know what taxes are coming. Like you got to know this stuff. And starting out, I didn't. And, you know, and and to this day, fast forward. You know, in the process of uh, becoming fully debt free within the next six weeks, I'll be pursuing my master's in legal services to specialize in taxation and business law. 
because it, it means so much to me because there's so there's such a rise of entrepreneurs, such a rise of up and coming business owners in, in this world all, all across the world. And um that that awareness, that early awareness can prevent skepticism so people can actually walk their path. You know, they can be proud of their past and they can embellish their present and they're gonna impact more people in the future. And and that's kind of where, you know, my trajectory went. I followed Omar's footsteps till to this day about three years ago. Met him eight years ago. And um and honestly, Omar is a big reason why me and my soon to be fiance Shamari met a little over two years ago. Like he, he has to play a a very big role in that. It's not the biggest role, you know. Um, but um just at currently at, at this time right now, um, like one of my fitness business, Unapologetics Athletics Incorporated, is a, is able to basically be monetized to the point where you can have um, you know, that household family fitness, you know, like camaraderie like in the house because that means a lot like holistic health for everything our household is is very big people don't really realize that until after the age of like seven or eight you know you like if you want to talk about holistic development and growth you know the impact that we want to have for the future is basically the unity within the household you know because it when it all comes from the same source the mother the father the kids they can have something healthy that can they can interact with together it brings them together, especially during these summer times right now, you know, where things could, like violence and crime can go high, especially here in Chicago. They can have something positive, progressive, and productive to look forward to, you know, but, you know, and that's what you can provide to the people. But as an entrepreneur team, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, like there's, there's like the logistics behind it all. So like you want to be able to practice business safe, legal, ethical, and moral. And, um, and that's what we're about. That's what I learned from Omar. You know, he um, empowered me, like, through this mentorship-based leadership training program that prepared me, um, not just financially, but personally, professionally, spiritually, holistically, really, in every endeavor in life. So if I needed to, you know, uh, get a promotion or even get an interview, I, I have the skill sets that are invaluable, you know, learning how to work with people, build people up. You know, the personal leadership, th those things matter in the business world. Those things matter in life. Those things matter at home, you know. So, um, and, and it's because I took that path with Omar, he put me on a new platform where the message that my family has instilled with me, within me my entire life can be heard across the world. And in, in, the, in the crossroads of doing that, it was about two years ago, one of my good friends, uh, future Dr. Andrew Brown, who's in who's going into his residency at Virginia Tech Medical School right now, um, about two years ago, um, he told me that there was this young lady that he connected with on social media that had a similar background to me. And I was just like, I need to talk to her. And then, <laughs> and, then and that, what I thought would be maybe a five or 10 minute conversation, Dr. Connor turned to a 45 minute conversation, you know, out the gate. Without, without even seeing the face to face, and I'm talking about my better half, Shamari Phillips, soon to be Ellis. You know, um, she lives in Pittsburgh. I was in the D.C. area, so we didn't actually physically meet until um, like the end of May, around, around Memorial Day. Because it was the week before um, my 30th birthday, so I'll, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget every interaction with her, by the way. But, um, but that's kind of where we're at right now. We're moving forward with a lifestyle where time and money just didn't like matter. How would you live and how would you give? And, and we feel that the abundance is how we want to um, leave our legacy behind because that's what our parents brought us here for and we're, we're having a blast you know i know we talked about the educational system 
DYS, determine your success. That's all powered through, you know, like what, what I consider my business, DBA, doing business as Onward Unified, which is another business vehicle. That right there is the mentorship-based leadership training program where you can empower people through educational resources. It's optional subscription, so that no one's locked into anything long-term and, and, and no one without knowing where their money's going because the point of the, um, the educational thing is not just about leadership and mindset, but understanding, investing, and financing, operating activities that can create free cash flow, that can help people depreciate their liabilities so they can pay off their debt and depreciate their assets so they can basically have more options in life. And it's because of that is why I'll be debt-free in six weeks and my soon-to-be fiance a few months sure after that. And when we, you know, when we take that next step, you know, our children, this is what we see for the future, Doc, our, our children will never know a, a, a working mom and a dad in a traditional sense, but more on the, the, the new age sense, where it's just like we're, we're busy in a, because we're helping more people, but they're a part of it. So they don't feel, they don't feel like they're, you know, at bay, what we're doing. We don't, because we're, we're not investing into daycare and things of that nature. You know, we're going to be there for the, for every single moment, every single minute, every single minute, you know, because like those, those first bike rides, those basketball practices. And those are the things that I didn't really have growing up at, with, with my father. My father recently passed away from stomach cancer five weeks ago. You know, so, so those things matter. Family matters. Finance is important, but freedom is too. But faith above all. And that's kind of, you know, where, where our story is at right now until we transform into the wind. But I know my better half can, can take it away from here. If I took too much time, I apologize. But I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to speak. Absolutely. Shamari, let's hear it. <laughs> Wow, I mean, I, I just I, I love I love hearing Jordan talk. I mean, he's just is is so passionate. And the fact that you know, even though um, we're we're in separate areas of of the U.S. right now, it's just like both of our visions are in line and are in tune. I mean, myself, um, I grew up in Pittsburgh, uh, still living here. I uh, have a background in phys um, physical activity and fitness management uh, from the University of Slippery Rock in Pennsylvania and um, graduated there about December 2016. So about like a semester over than what I had wanted to, trusting no one wants to stay there longer than they have to. Um, but uh, from there, uh, you know, kind of kind of struggle getting to, you know, the 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 job or a so-called dream job that I had envisioned for myself after after graduating and you know found myself in the in the uh, commercial gym setting you know just trying that area out um, being you know that was always like something that I wanted to try and see if I can you know see myself uh, managing a, a gym or, or to that nature directing in a gym and um, and from there you know I, I um I guess, you know, the regular thing, like, you know, you go to school, get a good job, and, you know, sometimes you, you go to school, um, you know, for your master's or, or doctorate or whatnot, so I was just following in those traditional footsteps, so after, you know, probably about a semester or two after graduating, I reapplied into uh, California University of Pennsylvania's um, online master's program in exercise science and health promotion, um, just, you know, adding on to my, my already... Um, fitness background so you know and I played basketball all throughout high school and um and recreationally at Slippery Rock and so you know I had that athletic background always had that that you know that caring giving background that a lot of uh, health professionals have and you know I knew that you know it, it was something that was going to help me 
helped me go to what I, where I wanted to be at. So like, I always wanted to give back to the community, to the youth of the community. You know, I grew up with a lot of younger cousins, younger siblings, and just, you know, seeing the everyday, um, you know, everyday routines of kids, you know, maybe not having the the quality foods that they need or the or quality amount of uh, activity that they need in their lives. So I wanted to open up uh, a nonprofit program to to enable that, to, to give those kids an empowering sense that, you know, you don't just have to you know, do or, or say what, what your parents say, you know what I mean? But also giving them that power, like, hey, mom, I know that this apple is better than this, this bag of chips or something like that. Um, and so, you know, I found myself in school um, studying for my master's, working full time. And, um, you know, as, as Jordan said, uh, you know, Andrew, Andrew and I had connected on social media and he and he told me about Jordan and he told me about Omar. And I was like, I was like, you know, in my mind, like, man, I always thought that I needed someone who's like, you know, years and experience in the health and fitness industry to kind of like guide me into where I wanted to go. So like when he when he told me about Jordan and he told me about Omar, I was like, absolutely. You know, it just it just automatically clicked. And, you know, it's like it's like a godsend. And, you know, just, you know, just being able to to be connected with with Jordan and with all of his his passion and his and his vision for for what the the future holds not just for his family but for the community it just it, it sparks something you know not <laughs> with the with our relationship but also on a professional level as, as well um but yeah i mean the, that's that all leads to you know what we're what we're trying to do as far as uh enhancing our, our family's legacy so you know being able to to be those those builders uh, in the community and those builders in the family, um, you know, having that 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 youth community center where we can both help um, young athletic athletes, you know, um, enhance their athletic skill and also enhance their leadership skill because athletes and leadership go hand in hand. You know, that's the, that's the best combination that you can have because a lot of younger kids look at these professional athletes in like a a hero mentor type way so being able to actually utilize how people see you on a um, public scale and and just emphasize that even more with with leadership development and leadership skills to be able to have that positive impact on, on the community for generations to come that, that that's all what, what it's about so uh, hopefully it wasn't too long yeah, no, I think those are all really important points, right? At the end of the day, there's people who have a certain level of education who don't know what you don't know, right? There's people who are always trying to continuously improve themselves, change how they do things, why they do things, where they do things, and who they do those things with, right? And so the closer you get to the sun, the more relationships you develop, the more people you get towards, and the more educated you are, the better you end up being. So in, in both of your mind, and it doesn't really matter who goes first, but in both your minds, what do you think the most important piece of education is? If there's one focus or topic, where do you find most people are focusing or where do you recommend they focus uh, in education going forward? Mm, that is a great question. Cause yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about, if we're talking about like, I guess business, then I, I would say either like understand economics and finance all day, you know, like, 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 sales marketing accounting those that's the language of business so you, you definitely want to um a, a go that route but but in life man i would say i would say like leadership you know yeah. like i would I, I, I would major i would i would major i would take i would take leadership courses for sure 
So let's, so yeah. what about, what about people? I mean, not every single person can be a leader, right? There has to be some, uh, yeah. some oh, yeah, right? There sure, has to be sure. some people who are willing to implement and execute and operations and all these other pieces. So how does somebody figure out that they would be a good fit for leadership? Um, um, so it's so funny because I was literally just uh, watching uh, Justice League and there was a point in the movie where, where Robin said that he couldn't do it and Batman said, save one. Save one. And he said, he said, then one. He said, then you'll know. So you, you, got, you got to really kind of test the water to see if it is for you. But I, but I, I haven't came across a person who, uh, who could, like, you know, like refute, you know, personal development of, the, of, their, of themselves. Like they, cause, cause when when they hear it that way, they realize how yeah that that wouldn't make sense, type of thing, you know. So like to develop themselves to be the best version of themselves would would, would always be the right answer, but mm -hmm. it's a, but but people are gonna make the decisions based on their social circle, and when, and when people are are able to change their circles for the better, like more self motivated people in those circles, uh, then then eventually they'll become more self motivated. So it all depends on the association too. I agree. And, I agree. And even um even just adding on that, like even if someone doesn't see themselves in like a, a leadership role or a leadership title, like there's there's an amazing book by Mark Sanborn called It Doesn't Um You Don't Need a Leader to Be or You Don't Need a Title to Be a Leader. And, you know, he just emphasizes that you don't have to have like, you know, have like a director or CEO or manager um title to be able to have you know have a positive impact on other people like even if you don't see yourself in that in that role just still um spreading a positive mental attitude still you know holding high moral and ethical standards that all adds to to being a good not only a good person a good citizen but eventually you know over time with consistency a good leader and in your own right yeah, and I and I yeah. think that's definitely true. There, there's a difference between leaders and leadership, right? There's definitely a difference mm, yeah, you know, yes, there sir. are people there are people who are leaders and there are people who have leadership-based skills, right? It's like there are entrepreneurs and then there are mm -hmm. entrepreneurial tendencies, right? Working 18 yeah, hours a day, that's entrepreneurial Ooh. tendency. That's not necessarily an entrepreneur, right? If you don't own your own business and you that's not really an entrepreneur, right? Um no, I, I agree. I agree. But, but the tendencies are there, right? Just yep. like the tendency to wake up early, go to bed late, do a million things, work from your computer, order pizza, whatever it is, right? Working around the clock, that's an entrepreneurial mm -hmm. tendency. So just like leadership, there's people who have leadership skills and there are leaders. In both of For your sure. minds, where do you think people need to focus going forward? I know we talked about education and leadership and that's where in the education world, but what do you see success looking like in the future for the younger generations? Um, I mean, like, like physically, like what I visualize for the, for the next generation of, of, of those, these new leaders of the, the free world, you know, is actually them reading books, more books, pretty much. Like, I, like I, it's really like, like even that, right? Because they always say that leader, leaders are readers, you know? So if, if you're a reader, then you're already showing leadership tendencies leadership potential you know like it, it's really that simple I, I think the, like um the more a person like is motivated to, to further educate themselves by any all means studying audio studying visuals like like reading building those habits you know that has to be desired but once a person acquires it it's only then they realize how valuable it was and they should have been applying it as soon as they got with it if that makes sense but i think actually just reading, reading more books will just create a behavioral trend. 
I was a behavioral social science major at Maryland. And I'll be creating, that will create a behavioral trend. And honestly, I'll, it should create more like-mindedness. People can connect on, on deeper thought processes. And the, the conversations uh, go from small talk to big talk, like they say on those TED Talks, right? Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about that for a second then. So books, what are your recommendations? Oh, man. <laughs> oh man, sweetie. You, sweetie, top you, three, you top three. I got I, I got thirty. I got thirty for you. Top, top three. Um, top three. I would say my top three is um mm, okay, the greatest miracle in the world by Og Mandino. I mean, it's not it's not a self help book, but it definitely you know makes you makes you reflect on you know how you view other people and how you view what you do. Um, so greatest miracle in the world by Og Mandino. Um, the magic of thinking big. I mean, that's just, that's just, you know, a, a whole mindset changer right there in itself. And, um, man, the third book, I would say, mm, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, um, with psycho cybernetics. That's an, it's an older, it's an older book, but it's, you know, it's a great, um, another great insight to, your mindset and the way that you view yourself and the way that you view other things because at the at the end of the day the way that the world is heading like for for success with any generation and even the younger generation it's all about how they view the world and how they view what they can accomplish so if you start with the inside start internally then you can um you know intrinsically transcend your your external uh, circumstances that's a fact for you Great job. Great well, job. yeah, and I mean, that, that, that makes tons of sense. So, so let's talk a little bit about education beyond like this, these formal educations, right? So there's a lot of people who read books, watch videos, go to courses, do all that, but then they actually never translate that knowledge to the next person. So how do people effectively translate the knowledge that they've learned through books and their education and whatever it is over to their customers or the people they're coaching or any of that? How do they take that next step and translate the knowledge? Oh um, man, well, that's a great question right there. I, I would say for me personally, it, it was uh, guidance, you know, like like guided action. Like someone who like saw more before but isn't like better. It, 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 they, they just like they you don't want to like they like to say tax laws and mindset. You know what I'm saying? So like think, things like that. So you like if you if there's, only, if there's someone that actually um has already crossed the minefield, you want to follow that person. Because they 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 already know what the booby traps are, so it's just like a person just learns from someone, you know. That's where that, that, that they call that the power of the other person, you know. Where it's because there is that person out there that will make sure that someone else's life is all right, and that's the person you learn from. It's 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 a it's a very thin thread of faith, you know. It's a very thin thread uh, that you that you connect with someone that can guide you, and 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 knows what you've been through and knows how to get you to where you're going. Like, like it's as pure, it's as pure as that. So essentially, just seeing the actual example, they have to. They, the person would have to see it happen because it's taught, not taught. Essentially, but like, but but you're teaching yourself, so like you're even you're even more aware when you catch it, and you'll catch it every single time, as opposed to every now and then. So that's why reading so important, taking notes because a short pencil is longer is better than a than a long memory. You know, so it's all about how a person develops their personal habits and they can see that from the people around them. And honestly, the example is always going to lead the way. Yeah, you know what, that, that's, that's one way to look at it. What, what do you think is the, what do you really think the next step is 
in, in learning for most people. So like we talked about some of this professional development, reading, some, you know, translating mm -hmm. knowledge, but what is the thing that actually gets people to execute, right? Because it's one thing to learn. There's a lot of people who read books, self-help, professional development, whatever it is, and never yeah. actually implement. <laughs> right? right? So how do you right. do that? Correct. What's the next step? Correct. How do they implement? I mean, I think it, it, it all um, stems from, you know, just what is really motivating them on a daily basis, you know, like what, what goal are they trying to accomplish? And if they keep that, 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 that goal, if they keep that why in, in front of them, like, on, you know, like, even if they, you know, put it on the mirror or they, or they, you know, op open it up it's somewhere on their dresser or something like that. Like if they remember like, okay, I'm trying to pay off this credit card or, okay, I'm trying to buy this house. And they look at that every day they're, you know, they're, they're mine, you know, us as, us as human beings, we have this, we have this, this drive inside us that, that, that doesn't want us to lose and it, and it wants us to win and it wants us to succeed and hit our goals because it makes us feel good. You know, that there's um, plenty of studies on that. And so when you, when you keep that in front of you and you look at it every day, you're going to want to try to do something every day to make sure that you're hitting that goal in the end. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Let's let's talk about goal setting then real quick. It's kind of like the last topic here and then we can wrap it up. Let's work backwards. So how do people set goals? What do you think makes successful goals? There's a lot of people who talk about, you know, setting smart goals and it's kind of cliche and, and, and all that. Yeah. How do you set goals and how do you actually structure them so you hit them? Oh, man. Uh, perfect question, Doc. I mean, uh, the physical thing that I do is really um, like write things down. I, I, I've, I've tested basically when, when I don't track things down, and then when I do. And, and, and that can save people so many errors, that can save people so many money, so much money. And what I mean by that is that, like, for example, like writing down your expenses every single day, just building a habit. I picked that up on, on, a, on a YouTube video. Um, like, you know, I've seen so many YouTube, like, I don't even know, it was like three years ago when I, when I saw this. When I just, but like, just even, it, it was like a dollar and 69 cents, just write it down. So when you can check your account in the morning, and then you can basically cross-check to see your finances are, are squared, checks and balances. Because sometimes you may get hit with a, with a charge, you know, or you may get those nickel and dimes, those things add up, and then the person, um, you know, is in dire straits. Uh, they, don't know where the, they don't know where their cash flow is, you know. So, like, like even just a small habit of writing it down can help someone financially. But writing things down allows you to really take in what you've learned from, like, a, 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 like a audio or, or visual or anything that you're learning from, just taking notes in general is just like it, it's it, it's the same that completes the thought that that's going into the brain. So people's desire to implement it will just come from like that the, the daily habits because success is a planned event, you know. And and truth be told, like psychocybernetics breaks all this down. And like that that book is um that's only one book, you know. But like like but even that can just create a shift. Like so the question would be who's who's willing to, to read one book? Yeah, I mean, I would, you would think most people would be willing to, but here's the thing, right? There's a lot of people who say they want to do stuff, but they're never willing to put in the work, right? You hear this all the time. Right? They say, listen, mm -hmm. I want this. I want, I want to make a million dollars. I want freedom. I want this. I want that. Listen, at the end of the day, you got to do the work. You got to show up every day. You might have to wake up at six o'clock. You might have to go to bed at 12 o'clock. You might have to cut some stuff down. You might have to stop drinking. You might have to stop going out on the weekend. You might have to spend less money. You might have to not go out for dinner as much. There's a lot of things you got to give up to get there. And 
you got to be willing to do it for a long period of time. You can't just do it for six months, six weeks, six days. It's got to be like six to 10 years of crushing it. Yeah, that's, yeah for sure. Not 1,000% agree. 1, that's, that's really where it is, right? And it's all about that development, that constant improvement, constant learning, constant movement forward. So to kind of end this episode off here, because I can keep around 20 minutes the best we can, if people want to learn more about what Shamari, you're doing, and Jordan, you guys together, and the business, and the systems, and the process, and all things that you're doing, what is the best way for them to reach you? Oh, man. So do you want, you want to take this one? Yeah. Either, either way. <laughs> I mean, the best way, I mean, I, I have um, all, all forms of social media um, between Facebook, most mostly um, LinkedIn and um, or even Instagram, but uh, you know with all all the different platforms. But I mean LinkedIn, uh, you can definitely contact me on that, and also um, uh, through my through my email, which is growthlegacy uh, at gmail.com. You know if any if anyone wants to reach out uh, for more information on, on what we do with that as well. Um, and you know, uh, they don't have any problem, you know, talking with someone on the phone or or, or video call or, or what have you. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you all can reach me on LinkedIn as well, Jordan Amos Ellis. Uh, I have various uh, IG accounts, primarily because I do social media marketing and advertising on, on the side for fun, for a passion. So you can find me at Ecom Ellis, which is like that. That I just offer just free promotion. And and it's free value, free advice. I'm like I don't I don't need the money for that. I just I just love giving value. But and but also you can follow me on Unapologetic Athletic on, on Instagram as well. And for for the summer, for anyone between the ages of 12 and 18, and the parents as well, like we're offering a free uh, summer spreadsheet, free volume, uh, coming out on the 21st. It's, it's going to run through the summer. It's for the youth athletics that Shamari was talking about. We have the SASE program, a summer athletic functional exercise program with uh, clickable videos, testing rep ranges, macronutrient, um, you know, calculations and examples like templates and, and a guide sheet. So, and then honestly, just plugging in to uh, in, uh, my Instagram or connecting to my YouTube. So a person could always be plugged into the source of information. And that's the movement we're trying to have from the health perspective. But Jordan Amos Ellis primarily, all the information is on there. Don't want to confuse anybody, but you can go to LinkedIn and all my, uh, you know, account informations are, are going to be on that profile. But Dr. Carter, we thank you so much for the opportunity yeah, to speak. Th thank you so much for your time, everybody. Really appreciate it. Uh, you heard this on the prospecting show. Really appreciate both you on here, Jordan and Shamari. Uh, thank you for your time and your wisdom here around education and really kind of personal development and growth. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode and have an awesome rest of the day. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you.